The Living Memory Association was founded in 1986. Its whole purpose was to record the memories of people in Scotland, and as we'll hear, some of them were born as long ago as the end of the 19th century. They were originally recorded on tape, the mini-disc, before moving on to computer-based systems. It's a massive archive from which they've started to select examples for the new podcast. Welcome to episode 6 of the Living Memory Association podcast. Today we're off to the seaside for recollections of Portobello and days gone by, with a special focus on family trips to the beach and the much-loved but very chilly Portobello open-air pool. Yeah, my mother was, and dad with some kids went to Portobello Beach. Every day, rain, hail or snow, we went, lighting a wee fire against the promenade wall, put all the kettles on. Brilliant. We think it was brilliant, but we were dying on the sandwiches, and what were they, lettuce sandwiches? She had a wee case, one was letting her with a treat if she put a wee tin of paste. <laughs> the men were not working then, there wasn't any jobs. I, I think I, somebody in the family's got pictures of us all sitting on the beach. Oh, but wow. you had to be there before nine o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you were doing you wouldn't have got any room at all. <laughs> and it was just, you took, well, we walked right through Craig and Tinney, Slay Drive, Craig and Tinney, right there, I thought we'd never get in there. But as soon as you saw the big red building at the top of King's Road, we used to take off and ride down King's Road. <laughs> and the muscle woman was at the bottom. You see, we'll get muscles one day. All right, my mother got a wee saucer, we got one each. For about a year, the association experimented with its own internet radio station. But after lockdown, that had to be abandoned, and producer Miles Tubb decided the time had come to take a long, hard look at what was in the archive. Because of lockdown, we've actually had the opportunity, bizarrely, because we can't actually be open and talk to people on a day-to-day basis, of going through some of these old recordings, editing them, tidying them up, and then putting them out as podcasts. Our kind of ethos is that we like to share memories, not just collect them in, but share them with other people. Because we can't meet people face-to-face, The podcasts are almost doing similar things. We're getting people messaging in and we're getting family members messaging, particularly with the podcast we did about Portobello. They included interviews with a wide range of people, some of whose memories went back a very long way indeed. Some of our interviews, a few of them, weren't actually audio but video. So I do have on video, you know, just a talking head, but Mariah Pettigrew, who I started interviewing in 1999, and she was 105. So once we got to the millennium, this was a woman who'd actually lived in three centuries. So we're talking about her earliest memory was 19th century. Her very, very vivid memory as an adult of the ships hooters going on at the fourth at the end of the first world war and she remembers the usher hall being open so there's that way back memories and podcast wise so far we've had the portobello memories we've had memories backstage of the king's theater mickey weir who's a 90s hips player in the 1990s and also the smaller stories some of the podcasts are just 10 minutes And they will be, I'm thinking about one that's just about the milk bars, cafes and chip shops. Because we cover everything of people's lives, podcasts can be work experience, childhood or very specific parts of people's lives, like 
the woman who worked as a dresser at the King's Theatre for a couple of years. A woman who was nursing in the very early days of the NHS. It's important for us to do is to actually cover these smaller stories that may be, you know, more serious history, if you like, doesn't generally cover. There are several different types of podcasts, some designed to trigger memories. For example, people had donated 78s, and for our younger listeners, that's one of the original kind of record long before vinyl, which spun around at 78 RPM. Miles has been browsing through them to put together the kind of programme that even Radio 2 no longer has. That's the kind of music that people would have danced to in the 1920s, perhaps in Portobello Town Hall. The podcasts contain features and a single interview, such as this with James Yorkston, who was born in 1934 and brought up in 19 Mitchell buildings, a site long gone and now occupied by Aldie. He has happy memories of Portobello Outdoor Pool. That was the best pool in Britain. It was the best. It had the, it had the waves as well. Ah, every, every so often, I think it was every hour on the hour, or whenever I started anyway, the waves came on, and you had the waves, and you were in the raft in the middle of the, at the, middle of the pool. You could swim to the raft, and you're on the way, it was like, three waves. You used to hit the back, and splash back. That was some bathing pool, I'll tell you. When you first started going there, it would have been pretty new, wouldn't it? Because it was... 30... Was it 34 about it? I, I was born in 34. It was every now. I can remember it as a bairn. Smashing mm. pool. Well, the thing was, it wasn't about for this country. In the summertime, it was marvellous. used to see them queuing up, up Rosefield and right along to Andrew Lynn's queue to get in. And, they were, and that's when they used to be in for an hour and you had to come out because you had coloured bands, you see. So you, you got an hour and you come out so they could get me our money, of course. Ken. And, uh, but you used to see the queue going up, up the top and right along to Angelands. Christ, sweet to get in. Come what, October time, would it close up? Close up. Closed up for the winter. Too bloody cold. Even when it was closed, we used to climb along with it. I had a message today from James, who the, the podcast... It's his memories. And his son is saying, you know, thanks. I, I was passed this on and it was great to hear my dad again. So it, it's lovely on that aspect. But also, of course, the other podcasts are bringing back memories, general memories for people, which they're commenting on and sharing. When lockdown is finally over and life returns to some semblance of normality, Miles is keen to get back into the studio again. Getting stories from people has never been a problem. It's actually getting the time to record them. That's the issue with us. But you have a studio, which does help. Absolutely. Yeah, it does help. It makes such a difference when you can get a decent recording, and you're, especially when you're using them for podcasts, that you don't have to keep trying to get up the levels and edit out various other noises. Would you like, for example, people from Portobello who have those memories to get in touch with you? Absolutely, totally. As I say, we want memories from everywhere. Every sector of life 
we want to get in these stories because they are important. And that may be something the Porty podcast can help with, though it's something that we both need to think about. Meanwhile, I really like James Yorkston's memory of a particular kind of pie that was made by a firm on Porty High Street. Macintosh's pies, the pie man. Oh, right, was it good? Oh, thick pastry. Oh. And the uh, pies were good. Mince oh. pies or steak pies. Uh. <laughs> Wee things like that, and you, and you remember it because it, it was worth remembering, Ken. Yeah. A massive thank you to James, Bessie, Dot, Eva, Cathy, and Sandra for their wonderful and fond memories of Porty. Our next edition of the show looks at favourite childhood games, so if you have a story to share, please pop in to see us at the Little Shop of Memory, situated right beside Debenhams and Ocean Terminal in the heart of sunny Leith. You can also follow us on Twitter at Thelma Scotland, or visit our Facebook page to see our regular events simply by searching for the Living Memory Association. Until next time, we bid you farewell.